Hello again, this is your editor, Kim. To repeat the incredible prediction I made last week about the quality of the podcast, I predict also that this week we may have reduced audio and video quality due, I predict, to connectivity and recording issues. I assure you, we are working on getting everything up and running smoothly as soon as possible. But in the meantime, we are sorry for the inconvenience. Hopefully it won't happen in today's podcast. I don't know. It hasn't been recorded yet. But um, in case it does, sorry. Anyhow, we hope you enjoy this episode of Grim Scenarios. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Grim Scenarios, episode number six. I am your host, Milk, and with me, as always, is your other host, Emma. Hello, Emma. How's it going, Milk? Oh, I'm pretty I'm pretty tired. How about you? No, yeah, we just had a very long weekend. We were together, of course, at Origins Gaming Convention this past weekend, Yes. Uh, playing some butt on the clock tower and doing some other stuff. We had a great time seeing each other in person. Yeah, it was <laughs> wonderful to see you. You're you're always a delight to be around. Yeah, yeah. No, it was it was truly it, it's um like a, for a lot of people who got into clock tower through the online community. I would strongly advocate just sort of getting into the convention scene just a little bit, even if you're nervous, even if you're scared. Like playing with the people you meet online in person is really fun. Getting to know people like in person is really fun and like clock tower is really fun in person so it was really exciting to see the milk again this weekend and uh, avery and bunny and a ton of our other friends and even patters came all the way out patters came all the way from england yeah no it was great it was great to see everyone milk and patters had another fight yeah well of uh, course of course every time <laughs> we have to fight every time uh, so i have a, i have some i i'll just share a little uh, the personal feelings about playing clock tower you know with people that you've gotten to know very well whether it's online or or but especially in person really um is that um i think there's something about the experience of like lying to one another and getting to know one another's social cues that helps to make people closer friends like that helps to make you really surprisingly fast friends uh in terms of like just you just you get to see a lot of different sides of people and there's something there's something even more cathartic than usual you know getting to getting to murder a good friend in in cold blood i think uh in the game in the game of course in the game in the game we're not talking about real life not real life <laughs> not real life anyway it's of course wednesday morning um as always wednesday morning everybody yeah, uh, Wednesday, let me just check my calendar to remember what day it is. It is, of course, Wednesday the uh, 28th of June. That's when we're recording this live yeah. and in person. You could have just looked You could have just looked at the bottom of your monitor where the little clock is, of course, because... It's yeah, but I looked currently... at my phone because the, the, the bottom of my monitor gets... I have my taskbar set to automatically hide itself. Uh, yeah, that's and a good it's idea. blocked out by what I'm looking at on the screen. So yeah. it would have taken as just as much effort. But yep. have, uh, I'm back in Phoenix, Arizona. Milk is back where he is. Uh, and we're ready to everybody. bring you some more grim scenarios. That's right. <laughs> Coming to you live from two different places. <laughs> As always, we're going to do one good scenario, one evil scenario. The good scenario will come first, then the evil scenario. Milk is playing good this time, I'm playing evil. So Milk will be up in the hot seat first. Um, this is our second week on BMR. We don't have a fully locked-in plan of what we're rotating to after this week. Um, we may do some customs, we may run back to the base three to hit some more things that we think are really important to talk about um, and to cover some requests we've had. But we're going to figure it out. But next week, we will be back live with something, probably either a custom or sex and violets, depending on how we do things. Yep, that's uh, the plan. Anyway, uh, Milk, you are sat in seat one this game. Okay, I am sat in seat one. I love being at the top of the grim. And your character today is a character I know that you're not the biggest fan of, but I picked because I no. think it's something that requires some strategic thought, which is, of course, our focus on this channel. You are the gossip. No! 
All You're, right. This is day one of Bad Moon Rising. You've just woken up. You've just learned that the storyteller is dead. You were shocked. You didn't think it was going to happen this time. <laughs> yeah. What a surprise. So let's let's talk about, like, so it's the start of the game. And what makes the gossip's ability interesting and unique is the gossip really crafts their own information. So yes. what... What are you looking to gain today in deciding how you're going to gossip at the end of the day? Oh, boy. Um, okay, so I guess we're going to all learn how Milk crafts his gossips this week. So that's going to be really, really interesting. Um, the first the first thing I want is, um, like any character, like any, any role that's searching for information, I just want to scrape the surface of this town to getting little tidbits of information I can to get a hard claim from somebody to get any kind of claim possible that I can get to hear what people are saying about oh I heard that there's a gambler or somebody's claiming gambler or I heard uh, you know about a, a grandmother or hey I think we should try to do some science and see if we can test this person or whatever right like there's all sorts of different um, little bits of information that you can glean on day one, even if people are all not telling you the truth, right? Even if everybody is 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 giving you, you know, garbage claims, there's still whispers, there's still little things that people are saying. Maybe somebody claims outsider, you know, things like that. If you, if you start hearing about a whole lot of outsiders, if somebody comes to you and says, hey, I saw you as a minion, right? There's all kinds of little bits and pieces that you can you can scrape off the surface. So I just want, as the gossip, right, what I'm looking for is something that I can create a statement around that will allow me to determine truth or falsehood of something that might be valuable in the game. Outsider count, whether a specific player is a specific role, whether a specific role is even in the game, um, whether a whether in the in the very last possible space whether a demon is seated in a certain position right like i'd rather not i'd rather not do that uh if if it's possible i'd rather have my my preference for gossiping is to be more surgical with my gossips and to be very precise with them um but in worst comes to worst you can always you can always throw something big out there and just eliminate half the grim or try to anyway okay well today at the start of the day, Seat 8 asks to talk to with you. Sure, Seat 8. Let's go talk. Okay. Uh, seat 8 just wanted to let you know that they are the sailor who drank with you last night, and they hope that didn't mess anything up for you. No problem. The sailor drank with me last night. Uh, nope, it doesn't mess anything up for me. I would prefer not to be drunk with in the future. But if you drink with me, you need to let me know. And what what do you think of this sort of hard claim of sailor from the first person pings you immediately and says, I want to tell you that I'm the sailor and drink with you? How do you read into that? Yeah, I mean, to me, that feels that feels like a good townsfolk generally going to want to prevent their misinformation or the misinformation portion of their ability um, from damaging another good player's day one, basically. The sailor especially kind of kind of can really scuff early information because of that poisoning or the drunkenness rather especially because um if they pick a strong info role it's probably going that person's probably going to be drunk right so so i mean this could be an evil just fishing for my role or information about my role i'm not going to give them my role certainly um but so you're not going to give them a hard claim back no, I'm not going to give him a hard claim back. I'll just say, but I will, but I mean, he has a lot of information from me saying I would prefer not to be drank with in the future, right? Um, um, it doesn't, okay. it's, it's fine today, right? That makes me look like a minstrel or a pacifist or, um, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe a, a once per game that isn't using it or like a gambler that, you know, it won't be effective or, or, you know, legitimately the gossip. Okay. That's a fun conversation. Something, oh, something crucial. Something really, really crucial. And we touched on it last week, and I just want to say it now for all of you. You do not need to ask other people to gossip. They will figure out you're the gossip if you ask other people to gossip. So don't, don't do, you don't need to do that. You, people will gossip. It's okay. So in your, your second conversation, you're not going to try to hide that you're the gossip by saying, I talked to a gossip yeah, I'm in my first not, conversation. I'm certainly not going to go and say, I talked to the gossip, and they said they'd like people to gossip. That's, that's not going to work. 
Well, when you get back to Town Square, you see that seat 9, seat 3, and seat 11 are there. Uh, which one would you like to talk to? Uh, well, uh, let's go with seat uh, Let's go with seat 11. I don't have any real reason to pick any between any of these, so let's just pick one. Yeah, I didn't think you did. This is just all yep. sort of part of the show of the randomness of right. the Clock Tower. That's right. Like, sometimes these are just the people here. You talk to them. Yep, you like, talk there's to no, people you talk to. There doesn't have to be a rhyme or reason to everyone you talk to. Mm-hmm. So you go talk to seat 11, and they want to do a 3 for 3. Oh, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll do a three for three with you. Sure. I'll do a three for three with you. And you seem a little resigned about that. <laughs> yeah. I'm not, I don't like doing three for threes, but if, you know, maybe it's a newer player. I mean, you know, maybe it's somebody who's like comfortable, you know, not comfortable with their situation. Could be a minion. Doesn't have a bluff, yeah. you know, hard to know, okay. but sure. I'll do a three for three, but they have to go first. All right. They give you gambler, innkeeper, tinker. Gambler, innkeeper, tinker. I'll give them a pacifist, exorcist, moonchild. So you just give them straight lies. Straight lie. Yeah. And we, we've talked about this a little bit before, but your your view of the three for three is if you're going to lie, you might as well just give everything lies. If people want the truth, yep. they can do hard claims, yep, in which exactly. case you still might lie. Yeah, might still lie. But, I mean, if they want to do a three for three... Listen, again, don't want to give away all my secrets. If I do a three for three with you, there's almost no chance that my actual role is in that three for three. <laughs> probably probably shouldn't say that. But but the truth is, right, like, I don't believe any of that's true. Okay. I don't think that person is the gambler, innkeeper, or the tinker. Okay. So, might be the tinker, right. but anyway. You get back to Town Square. Um, now there are seats four, six, and ten. Four, six, and ten. Oh, let's pick... Let's pick ten. Let's fill out the left side of our grim. Okay, you go and talk with seat ten. Seat ten's a newer player, Hmm. and they know you're the famed milk of the TPI Sunday stream and ECG, and they say, Milk, I'd like some advice for playing on my role. Sure. I'm the tinker. Uh, What do you think I should do here? Oh, if you're the tinker, you should probably bluff as a powerful roll and then see if the evil team will try to kill you during the day. Okay. They say, interesting. So, like, and they say, like, so, like, maybe, like, a minstrel or professor or something? Minstrel or professor would be great if you want to get killed early. Exorcist, if you want to try to get killed a little bit mid-game to late-game. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, they thank you for this advice. Sure. Are you the tinker? Uh... They say that I am the Tinker. Oh. I've never played this role before. Um, they ask you what you are. Uh, I'm the Fool. Okay. It's just another straight lie. Another straight lie. Yeah. There's, there's, no, there's no reason for me to tell... There's no reason for me to say anything about being the gossip, right? That there's okay. just... That I, I, need, I need that to... I, okay, so one important thing about being the gossip is you don't want evil to know that you're the gossip because evil can kill around your gossips, right? Evil can use abilities, things like the assassin, right? They can use extra kills. They can sink kills. They can do a lot. I think I actually demonstrated that last week uh, when we were doing the, when we were doing the Poe uh, exercise, uh, that you can use the gossip, you can use the gossip if you can figure out who they are to hide your kills. So we don't want to let anybody know that I'm the gossip. Okay. So uh, you get back to town, and you think there's going to be time for about one more conversation. Your choices okay. now are seats two, twelve, or seven. Well, let's just keep this line going, and we'll talk to number twelve. Okay, you talk to number twelve. Uh, number twelve tells you. That they are the fool. Okay. Um, but they'd like to talk to you tomorrow. Maybe. They don't have much more to say today. Sure, yeah, I don't really have a whole lot to give you today as well. Uh, I'm the grandmother. I'm confirming somebody. I'm not going to say who it is. What's some reason that someone would prefer to talk to you on a later date? There's a, <clears throat> there's a, there's a couple of reasons why people would not want to talk to you right now. Um, it's interesting that they're claiming fool uh they could be the tea lady who wants to do some stuff and then see what happens um it could be that they're the gambler and that they've already got somebody they want to hard gamble today um there's there's a few things here that might not necessarily want to share information right off the bat including quite frankly me the gossip so 
So this is going to be, as I said, your last conversation. So we've talked to seats 12, 11, 10, and 8. What are you thinking of these four players at the moment? Um, I think currently the player in seat 8, uh, I think is probably just the sailor. Um, and that's that's fine. You know, um, mm-hmm. they could be an evil player, but doesn't seem like it. The new player uh, probably is actually the tinker. Um, might 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 be trying to get one over on old milk, but you know, uh, whatever, it doesn't matter. Um, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna worry about that that player too much. Uh, the claims that seat eleven gave me made me think that they might, if if they were telling the truth about any of that, that they might be the tinker. They didn't try to get a hard claim out of me, um, so that suggests not the gambler uh, or a gambler that already has info or a gambler already has somebody to gamble. It could be the innkeeper. I guess I'll mark them as the innkeeper for now. Um, and the player in seat 12, you know, players who don't want to share a bunch of information up front, that can mean that they're evil and haven't decided what story they're going to tell yet. Um, that's always a possibility. Uh, another possibility is just that they are one of those things that doesn't really have anything. You know, again, day one info on BMR. BMR doesn't have that much early info. So, yep. Might be somebody who wants to check me later. Might be might be an exorcist who thinks, oh, I'll I'll check you know I'll check this guy tomorrow. All right. Uh, you get back to town square. So now is the big moment, the moment we've all been waiting for. You talk to about four players today, which I think is reasonable for day one of most games of Bottom yeah, of the Clock Tower. It's now time for you to crack your day one gossip. Yeah, this is going to be tricky to some extent. Um, so let's talk about. Let's talk about what gossips can and can't do, and the value of exchanging information for kills. One thing a gossip can do is go very broad with their information, right? Um, you can go you can go extremely broad with their information, and you can say, um, "I gossip that the demon is between seats one and six. Now the Demon or minions are going to hear that. And if that's true, they're going to do their very best to kill you so your gossip doesn't go off, right? To disrupt you in in some way, like by uh, an assassin killing somewhere else to try to add an extra kill or, you know, things like that. If it's not true, right? Um, the demon may be sinking kills. Like, there's a lot of ways that a gossip that's very dangerous to the evil team can get um, can get used against the town even if sometimes they hit. So my perspective on gossiping is I want to clear smaller amounts of information in exchange for less likelihood of killing. And what that means is I can do things like gossip in this in this particular scenario, I can gossip that there is a sailor in the game. But I know that there's a sailor, or I think that there's a sailor in the game. I believe that there's a sailor in the game. So what I should actually gossip is there is no sailor in this game because the lack of an extra kill will be more beneficial to the good team. And I'll have cleared potentially the player in seat eight. If a, if a sailor claim, if a sailor double claim shows up later, right, that might be a problem, but I'm, I'm going with more precise, specific information that allows me to do something more like a grandmother where I can clear small kind of chunks of the town than try to get a whole bunch of information all at once. The risk of doing this is that the big information that clears a whole bunch of people is going to be useful much longer in the game. And if I die, I will have gotten less overall information. So each game is going to be a little bit different how you approach it. You're, you're gossiping there's no sailor in play. I'm going to gossip that there is no sailor in this game. There's no sailor okay. in play on this group. Alright. Uh, things go around. Hopefully other people gossip, but I can't, you know, I, I'm not going to try to make that happen. At the end of the day, towards the end of the day, there's a nomination from seat 9 on you. And you are executed, but do not die. Oh, how exciting. And then we go to sleep. All right. That night stuff happens. Mm-hmm. When you wake up, seat eight is dead. And seat 
three is dead. Interesting. So we're not going to... Uh, you almost certainly do not have enough information to solve this game. Nope. So I just want to sort of... And we're not going to keep going forever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is... So this is... We're not going to try to push through another day of gaining, gathering information. So I just want to sort of walk through now. Do you think your gossip killed or not? There's almost no way to know at this point. Um, my death prevention was likely because the f person who claimed fool sitting next to me was the tea lady. Uh, it's possible that seat nine is... Sorry, the dog has decided squeaky toy time. <laughs> it's possible that seat nine is the is the DA uh, is the DA who's uh, who's protected me and then like tried to make me look suspicious. But we're just going to assume that that player who wanted to talk to me later is probably is probably the tea lady. Um, very distracting. Uh, so, <laughs> um, I think it's unlikely that my gossip killed. I would want to check in with seat eight, find out what they're claiming. And, Maybe they previously told you they were the sailor. Right, but I would I would want to check in with C8. Say, uh, are you actually the sailor? Um, they've probably sussed that I'm the gossip, regardless, because very specific, you know, very specific gossip. Um, and I would want to know who they picked, because whoever they picked might be an evil because they died in the night. Yeah. So I mean, that's that's kind of what I'm thinking. I don't think I've killed with my gossip, but it's really hard to know at this point. You need a couple of days of tracking tracking kills to really figure it out. Because yeah. this could just be a Shabaloth, right? Like a Shabaloth just killed two players. What are the other explanations for the two kills? Sure. Uh, a Shabaloth killed two players, um, which is possible. Uh, a Zombul and an Assassin killed uh, is also a possibility. A Pukka and an Assassin killed is a possibility. Um, a Poe and an Assassin killed. Uh, the player in seat three could be the Gambler, who died to their own ability. Uh, am I forgetting one? Uh, I guess the player in seat three could be the tinker who died to their own ability, but I mean, you know, it's hard, hard to, hard to, hard to track that one. So we'll, we'll actually, we have, I think, I think we have a little bit more time, so we'll let you gather some more information today, and then we'll check in with you at the end of the yeah, day. Yeah, see so, if I could do, see if I could do one more gossip here that might be useful. Yeah, something more. Aggressive. Uh, so today you can talk with seats two, nine. Or five. Let's go with uh. Let's go with nine. This is more okay. intentional because nine nominated me, which means nine might know something about why I didn't die. Yeah. Uh. So you go and talk to seat nine, and seat nine says, "To be honest, I'm a little shook." Oh really? I was asked to nominate you. I'm not going to say by who. Was it by seat twelve? Uh, they say, they say, I'm not going to say, but who? Sure. And when you survived execution, it made me trust you. But now I'm not so sure. Are you the goon? No, why would you think I'm the goon? They say, because it doesn't make sense. Oh, what doesn't make sense? Uh, I don't know anything about They're not going to tell you. They don't trust you at the moment. Okay. Uh, you know, if I, if I were the goon and, uh, <laughs> this is getting into a social play. If I were the goon and something doesn't make sense, then you might, you might, you know, you might want to, uh, check the, check the source of that information because obviously I'm, I'm the, if I am the goon, I'm definitely still good. Yeah. Well, see, says, here's the problem. I know you weren't protected by a DA. So I know you can't be the DA. Hmm. But I don't understand what happened if you're not the goon. Well, maybe, um, maybe, maybe, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. It sounds like, sounds like a complicated problem for you. So, yeah. <laughs> so they, they just leave then. So what, what do you make of that conversation? Uh, that's, that's, that's a weird conversation. That's an evil who doesn't know that tea lady exists, I guess. I don't know. That that's a weird okay. conversation. Uh, I mean, if they know there's no DA in play, like how can you know there's no DA in play if you're not on the evil team? They didn't say there's no. Oh, DA they could be the lunatic. Oh, they could be the. They lunatic. said they know you weren't protected by a DA. I wasn't protected by the DA, huh? Which I mean, that suggests that they're. Yeah, that's that's a weird conversation, Emma. That's a very interesting weird conversation. Don't know what to make of that one. Might might gossip that that player is good. Okay. All right. Uh. You have time for two more chats today. When you get back to town, 
seat 12, seat 5, and seat 2 are there. Oh, let's go with 2. Okay. Uh, seat 2 is also very cagey with you. Hmm. And they also ask you if you're the goon. Yes, I'm the goon. They go, all right, I'll try to find someone to get you back on our team. Okay. That's all you get from them. Sounds great. <laughs> what do you think's going on here? <laughs> no idea. It's this is... <laughs> all right. No, uh, no, you get back no clue. <laughs> Some weird town. stuff happening. <laughs> Definitely claiming good. Uh, seats 12, uh, seat 7, and seat 4 are there. Uh, I did tell 12 I would talk to them again. I just think they're the tea lady. I guess I should talk to them, okay. but I'd rather get information from somebody else. But yeah, let's go to 12. All right, C12 says, oh yeah, uh, I'm the gambler. I already had someone to gamble, and I didn't want to pass my roll around, but I'm happy to gamble you today. I trust seat 11 completely. You trust seat 11 completely? Mm-hmm. They say, can I get a claim from you so I can gamble it? Um, yeah, since this, exercise, since this exercise doesn't matter, I say gossip. I'll give them gossip. Okay. I gotta trust somebody. Right. Like, at some point, you gotta trust somebody in the game, right? And it might end up getting mm -hmm. you killed, it might be a disaster, but at some point, you're gonna have to pick somebody to trust. Alright, so you get back to Town Square, it's now time to craft in your second gossip. I will gossip that both of the players in seat 2 and seat 9 are good. Things move around as they do, and after a lot of discussion, it's decided to execute Seed 4, who dies and seems shocked by this. Hmm. Interesting. You all go to sleep. Seat 9 dies. Seat 10 dies. And Seat 2 dies. Oh, wild. Oh. I read that wrong. <laughs> no idea what's going on there. That's probably a gossip kill. That's probably a gossip kill. Yep. Alright. So what do you think is going on? We're not going to do any more playthrough, but just any uh, idea from your so perspective what's going on. I probably on. survived due to a pacifist somewhere on the board. Um, I'm confirmed now uh, by the gambler in C12, uh, hopefully. Um it's possible that the gambler in seat 12 is an evil who used my gossiping to cover a kill, but there's really no reason for them to kill nine or two um, if they're evil. There's just not a lot of reasons for evils to die at, the, at night on the on BMR. There's certain means on bull maybe, but eh. self-killing assassin. Eh. Uh, I think the player in seat 10 probably may have died to their own ability, so that probably means... a gossip kill and a single kill from something like uh, something like Assassin, maybe. Or maybe the player in seat 4 created a Godfather kill. Yeah. Hard to, hard to read. Again, this is one of the difficult things about gossip. Your information is very difficult to parse. And if you get if you get a gossip wrong or that doesn't work quite the way you wanted it to, like that second gossip may have been, may have been weird, but those players seem to know a lot more information than like about the game state than they should. So it felt like one of them must have been evil. Didn't really have mechanical info to, to point to that world, though. Right. So we're not going to... As I said, that was all we're going to No, I'm curious as to what's going on, though. Yeah, yeah. So let's explain what's going on. We'll say the good one this game. All right. It's possible. You, of course, were the gossip. Seat 12 was, in fact, the gambler. Yeah, that seems right. The reason they trusted seat 11 completely, because they gambled seat 11 yeah. as the Shabaloth, knowing that they were going to be innkeeper protected by seat 11. Okay, cool. So they knew that that survival? No, yeah. Um, Makes sense. Seat 10 was, in fact, the tinker, just looking for advice. Yeah. And seat 8 was the sailor. Yeah. You got almost all of that right. You talked about seat 12 potentially being the gambler. You talked if you believed any of seat 11 claims. It was probably innkeeper. And you believed seat 10 and seat 8. What was going on with seat 9 and seat 2? Seat 9 was your courtier, yeah. who drunk to the DA... Night one, yeah, knowing that. that there was no DA saves that could have been in play. They thought you survived, ex they, they believed correctly that you survived execution because you were sat next to a tea lady. And they, seat, who asked you then to nominate you, seat nine and seat two were both shook when seat three died of the night, who was the chambermaid. Because 
that's weird. <laughs> uh, seat three was killed by your assassin, who killed through the TW protection. So your gossip did kill. Um, the one death, the other death night one was the sailor. The second death was, in fact, the, would have been the goon, but the goon was slipped evil that night. They're good again because the innkeeper protected them last night. Seat six was your shabloth. Seat four was your devil's advocate who thought they were protected. But we're not. Which is why they were shocked when they were killed. Yeah, good. That's good. That's interesting. That's good. That's, yeah, I mean, look, you have to use gossips in a way that you, you don't have to do anything, right? I mm -hmm. prefer to use gossips in a way that I think will help my team as much as possible without piling on extra kills, right? So let's imagine a world where I did, where I gambled that there was a sailor in play. I think mm -hmm. seat eight is almost certainly the sailor. Let's imagine a world where there is a sailor in play and I gossip, there is a sailor in play. What happens? Well, the first thing that happens is one of these living good players is dead. Mm -hmm. Right? On night two, I wanted to craft a gossip that cleared two people or that gave me a target on one of two people. And so I got greedy and two people who were socially weird to me, um, I ended for up trying reason. to... Yeah, for good reason, right? But still, I ended up trying to clear them and ended up creating an extra kill um, in a Shabaloth game, which is already, you know, we're already getting, we're already getting in, in, a, in a bit of danger. So, you know, so I think one well-crafted gossip and one gossip that probably needed a little more thought, but I tried to do it quickly, so... Yeah. yeah, no, no worries. The Tinker was probably going to come back to life that night um, to let you know that it was a yeah. and, game. And crucially, you should really think more about your gossips than just, okay, I'm going to gossip that the demon is in one of these six seats. Like, is the information that the demon is in one of these six seats? And and this is, you know, on BMR, that's probably fine because the demons aren't very mobile and, and there's not that much <laughs> disinformation, you know, but gossiping on a custom or something where there's there's mobile demons or there's disinformation or you know there's poison or drunkenness that can really impact you you just gotta you just gotta really think about the cost that you're paying to confirm information that you think is true and think about what i think of as reverse gossiping or gossiping something that you believe to be false right in the hopes of getting the information by doing it that way by by confirming the negative Okay. It's easier to confirm not killing. It's easier to confirm not having killed anyone than it is to confirm having killed someone, right? If you kill someone, is that your kill? Is that the demon's kill? Is that the assassin killing? Is that the godfather killing? You know? Exactly. Yeah. Well, with that, we'll go to our short intermission. Yeah, let's take a little break. And then get back online. Yeah, they can still hear us, right? They can still hear us, I believe. I don't know. Kim may cut this part out. We uh, love Kim. Thank you, Kim, so much for our, all your help yeah. with this. Okay, welcome back, everybody. And we're going to have a little scenario for Emma, who's going to be evil this time definitely something she's unfamiliar with uh emma you're gonna be the devil's advocate on seat 11 news and to me news to you that's right everything's we going definitely right. didn't just have a recording snafu and are redoing the intro to this scenario no technical <laughs> difficulties whatsoever everybody we're professional <laughs> podcasters <laughs> Your uh, neighbor in seat 10 is, of course, your demon, uh, who is uh, is a Shabaloth. I'll tell you that now, although I'll, I'll have a question in a minute about it. Uh, mm -hmm. And and your fellow minion in seat 8 is the Godfather. So we'll just give you all that information up front. We're going okay. to skip. We're going to skip to a later day here in a moment. But um, I wanted to ask you about, you know, the Devil's Advocate, very strong role for the evil team, very powerful role, can, you know, prevent evil players from getting killed, can lock up the game at the very end if they're still around. Um, how do you make your early game, you know, day one, no information, devil's advocate picks? Uh, I do it basically randomly. The thing I most want to hit early with a devil's advocate is a goon. And since I don't know, I know there's nine players on this scrim who could possibly be a goon, but I don't know which one of them is a goon. So I'm just shooting nine, randomly at the nine players who might be a goon. Okay, that's fair enough. And the reason for that is, and 
my thought process on that is, is pretty simple. Players who get saved by execution in BMR tend to get double tapped. And the reason for that is because good players can survive execution twice in a row, but evil players can only ever survive execution once in a row. Trying to think if there's any exception. There might be some weird, weird stuff with a Pukka poisoned goon, but I don't think it's actually possible. Yeah, it, it's generally considered that uh, good players can survive execution twice in a row. Evil players, since the only protection they have is the DA, uh, if you hit someone who's DA protected, then you need to kill them the next day. Right, so when you save your demon early, it's wonderful, it's fun, your demon survives, but they're probably going to get double-tapped early, especially if they're socially suspicious, which is frequently why they were executed in the first place. Like, it's generally not worth it. You want to try to hide where the Devil's Advocate is winning, is is protecting and move on from there, especially in the early game. The second reason is is if you can successfully save a good player who good who the town is suspicious of, um, what it effectively does is it forces town to execute that player twice. The second time they'll probably die because they aren't DA protected. And for town to get one suspicious player off the board, your team gets two sets of night actions. So I think it's you generally don't want to put the devil's advocate on your demon until it's the late game. And on night one, when I have no information, I don't know who town's suspicious of, I don't know anything about the Grim. It's just a random shot in the dark, because the high the highest value thing for me is hitting a goon, flipping them evil, and hopefully that makes me get an extra player on my team. Well, you randomly play- picked a player in seat six on night one. And okay. Yep, that's a thing that happens, so... Um, <laughs> Well, well, well done you. Um, on on day one, you talk to three players, uh, none of whom are uh, well. I'll say this: uh, you you talk to three players, none of whom are particularly uh, forthcoming with information. Uh, okay. But but you talk to you 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 talk first to the player in seat one who claims to be either the fool or the pacifist. Okay. You then talk to the player in seat six, who claims to be either the fool or the sailor. Then you talk to your fellow minion, the godfather, in seat eight, who informs you that uh, that the, the bluff that's available for you is tea lady. If you wish to use it. And that the demon is a shabaloth. And does the godfather tell me the in-play outsiders? Yes, the Godfather tells you that the in-play outsiders are the Goon, the Lunatic, and the Moonchild. Who's our Lunatic? The player in seat four is the Lunatic. Okay, that's good to know. So that's a whole bunch of information uh, out there for you. Uh, You get one more chat in uh, with the player in seat seven who hard claims Sailor to you. And they say they uh, they say they uh, have talked to the person who they drank with in the night. So uh, what were not, the other two bluffs? Sorry, what were the other two bluffs? The one that weren't available to me. Oh sure, uh, the other two bluffs that you are not using are exorcist and gossip. So between the shab and the godfather, they have an exorcist and a gossip bluff. Yep, between okay. the shab and the godfather, you have an exorcist and a gossip bluff. Yeah, I'm not going to take the lady bluff. Um... I'm probably going to just go off script. So go go away from the tea lady bluff. What what what's the what's the thought process in either taking or not taking a protection bluff? It looks like you're a devil's advocate when you take a protection bluff. Yeah, and so that's part problem one for me. Problem two for me is if I'm trying. Because of the devil's advocate, I can't protect both my neighbors on the same day like a real tea lady can. Um, if I'm playing tea lady games and they and the town tries to go for my neighbor who's not the one I'm protected the previous night to test the tea lady, that could be the Shabaloth, and I don't want them being executed. That's so fair. I'm not interested in encouraging town to execute my neighbor, the Shabaloth. If the Godfather had wanted the Tea Lady bluff, I would have been happy to do Tea Lady shenanigans with their neighbors. But since they don't want it either, 
it's not a bluff I feel safe using sat next to my demon. I think something that minions can often fall into is trying to find bluffs that fit their particular minion role, which can be a little bit of a flag to town. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the bluff I'm probably taking here is Tinker. Now, at some point I'm going to probably run an evil scenario for you where you're the Godfather milk, and I'm going to talk about how I don't think Godfathers should just jump onto the outsider that's not in play, yeah. and all these reasons. Like, it just identifies a likely evil between four players, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, and swapping and swapping the Tea Lady bluff to the Godfather, like, if you give the Tea Lady bluff to the Godfather, it lets you, as the Devil's Advocate, do a whole bunch more interesting stuff. Yeah, but... My hope is that a Tinker Bluff will actually be more durable for me here. Uh, my hope is I can socially outplay the Moonchild, that the Goon might just lie about being the Goon the entire time and confirm all three of us. Yeah, Lunatics are very hard to frame. They generally, their like, discovery of them being not actually the demon is generally pretty authentic and pretty hard to mimic. Um, so the hope is that the Goon... We can find and flip the goon. The goon will join our team and hide that they're an outsider. Um, I'll maybe we'd go with the safety of being the tinker in a three outsider game, so no one wants to kill me because I'm, we don't want to let the godfather get a kill. Yep. So yep. this is my thought is, well, if I was the godfather, I wouldn't be claiming tinker here for a lot of reasons. Um, particularly because when the godfather, if they decide to test the godfather bluffing outsider and the godfather dies... Like, that creates a very obvious, oh, that was just the Godfather, because the extra death doesn't happen, and that confirms the other outsiders. But since I'm not the Godfather, like, it doesn't, that's less risky here. Yeah. Well, we'll take we'll take the scenario a little bit further here, and we'll just go through a, a nomination execution phase. Um the player in seat four comes out as the lunatic. They say, I talk to my minions. They say they're not actually minions and they're pretty sure I'm the lunatic and I'm pretty sure I'm the lunatic. But in spite of this, and in spite of some discussion about potential godfather kills and potential problems for town, the town does decide to execute the player in seat four and everybody goes to sleep. And I'll just, I'll just say a little bit about that, which is I don't vote on that nomination. Sure. And I argue against that nomination. I say, we're going to give the Godfather a kill here. Like, this is this player's clearly good. That that night, things take a turn, Emma. That night, things mm -hmm. take a turn. Because the player in seat 6 dies. The player in seat 3 dies. The player in seat 2 dies. The player in seat 5 dies. And the player in seat 5 says, I claim Moonchild, and I pick the player in seat 11. Oh. Which is you. Which is me. That's right. A whole bunch of people just died, and the player in seat 2 says, I have a nomination already for today. Ooh. They're probably a gambler, then. Indeed. Sounds Possibly like that might be Possibly a chambermaid. What are you what are you thinking right now? Um Let's see how many players are alive. Well, currently there's 1 2 3 4 5 6 7 players alive. Uh I'm going to try to talk to my demon today and try oh, to I forgot. get them. You needed to pick somebody. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh last night I was still just goon hunting. Um I didn't like the people who I thought might be goons were seat 6 or seat 1. So I'm going to put it on seat one today. All right. You picked, I picked seat, seat six one. yesterday. Yeah. So my personal plan today is to try to get eaten by a Shabaloth. Tonight. Okay. Uh, and then vomit it out by the Shabaloth the next night. Sounds like a good, sounds like a good plan. So you need to communicate with your demon to do that. So you're going to yeah. have a, going to have a nice little chat with your demon. Yeah. I'll chat with my demon. I'll say, I think, you know, we're on seven alive. We're going to execute one. They may survive. Seat one is DA protected. Um, seat seven, hard claim sailor. There's a good chance that someone will survive execution today. So we'll go down to five, execute to four. You killed two. I'll pop back up to three. And ah, that doesn't really work as well as I was hoping it does. The rhythm's a little bit off little bit off yeah you want one more person alive for this it's unfortunate 
Shabaloth complicates it because of the uh, because of the because of the player coming back to life. Well, who would you like to talk to most on this day? Obviously, you need to get to get to get with your demon to set up your plan. Uh, seats nine and seats twelve are the other two people I want to talk to because I don't have anything from them. Sure. Uh, you go ahead and talk to seat uh, twelve, who's your neighbor, and seat mm-hmm. twelve says seat twelve says, um, well. I guess I'm an outsider in this game because my ability is never going to save anybody. I'm the pacifist. Okay. Interesting. Seat nine. When you talk to seat nine, seat nine is very, very cagey about their, uh, about their role. And they don't really want to share anything with you because yeah, they just, they say, yeah, I, 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 my ability is pretty strong and I don't think I want to, I don't think I want to, I don't think I want to share anything about it right now. Okay. I'm guessing Exorcist or Chambermaid in the setup. It's possible. Certainly possible. Yeah. Yep. Alright, so now I do need to think through whether I want to go through an eating meat plan. Uh, I'm gonna, if I don't get eaten, I'm going to survive, which is awkward. Because a moonchild picked me. You could go head to head with the moonchild, but they die in the night, so... Yeah, but... Alright, so in this world, I DA protect myself tonight. They try to execute me when I don't die. Yeah, that actually works fine, I think. Let's talk through that plan. So if we execute someone today and they survive, and it seems like we have a bunch of survival roles in play. So we're still in seven. The Shab eats two people, hopefully good players. Um, We go down to five. They try to execute me on five. It doesn't work because I'm DA protected. The Shab eats down to three. Someone probably gets vomited up to four. I protect the Shab on four. If they try to execute me, that's fine. If they try to execute the Shab, that's fine, and we win. Yeah, so I don't do the whole let's eat me plan. I do the let's DA protect me plan. So you're going to DA protect you instead? I want to so try to DA protect you instead of trying to regurge you. Yeah, I want to draw draw the execution tomorrow. What's the what are, what are the what is the advantage here, right? So DA is a very powerful ability, right? Um, if you DA protect yourself, you're probably going to get killed in two days. Yeah, but if with the shab kills and the rhythm of this game, if I get killed in two days, that's good. Yep. It probably means the evil team wins. As a minion, your job is not to be alive. Your job is to keep your demon alive. So your goal isn't to survive to the end game; it's it's to draw fire from your demon. So that's another reason why I'm happy to do the Tinker Bluff here. Is it draws fire because it creates an evil ping among the outsiders if the goon comes out, which I don't know if they will. Hopefully, they're evil. <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah. Right. Well, that day, that day, town is going to end up executing uh, the Godfather in seat eight because the gambler gambled them as. The gossip, and they were not the gossip, and so town executes the Godfather. We're not going to go through with the rest of the the exercise. Uh, you did turn the goon in seat one for what it's worth to evil, although the sailors still around and might be able to turn them back to good. Certainly, DA protecting yourself that night and then getting executed the next day and and surviving, you know, with a pacifist potentially in play. Oh, I'll just share the rest of the grim. Of course, uh, the player in seat twelve was in fact the pacifist, who's you know not really excited about their role for various reasons. Uh, you turned the goon in seat one uh, into the goon. Everybody else there is the same. The player in seat seven is of course the sailor, and the player in seat nine, who was so cagey, was the courtier who was going to drink with the Godfather that night because of the extra kills. Mm-hmm. And seat three? Oh, seat three. Oh, minstrel. Seat three was the minstrel. Died died, oh, died to the demon. Yeah. No, no, no problem there. Demon just following lunatic kills, basically. Yeah, no, I feel very comfortable about this. So I assume my demon's going to hit um, probably seat nine and seat 12. Um, the sailor's been pretty open. We don't want to risk anything getting messed up by a sailor. Yep. Um, I'm going to survive. You'll survive the next day. Which is going to draw attention to me. Um, hopefully I get executed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It would just be a matter of if town, you know, what town decides, what town decides to do there. If they yeah, want to someone's going to come or... back either, someone's going to come back either tonight when, because we're going down to four or the night after. Either way, good's going to get two more executions left. Yep. And one, and we want those both to be on me. Yep. So we DA protect ourselves. 
like this is a very good position. The 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 risky things here are of course funky stuff with the sailor, funky stuff with the goon, but we don't really but I survive execution, hopefully then I can pick the goon. Like there's situations. Like hopefully the goon hasn't made themselves obvious to the sailor. Yeah, I mean there's no you can't control what else is going on. Also, you can't control whether the sailor turns the goon back. Right, you can't control, you know, if the if the ST brings the minstrel back to life and then you get executed. You can't control that stuff. You have to manage what you can manage in the game. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, this is a situation where I'm feeling good about being evil. Yeah, yeah, you feel you should feel like evil is in a pretty good position here. Evil can do. Evil still has a lot of agency for sure. Well, Emma, that's pretty much going to do it for us for BMR for now. Uh, we'll probably come back to BMR again another time, but is there anything else you wanted to kind of share, think about, talk about about BMR before we get into what, what's kind of going on next? Uh, not particularly on my end. Uh, you know, BMR, it's it's a script that's a lot more about player choices than the other scripts. Um, obviously, like, Who the Demon Kills is important in all scripts, the minion choices in SNV are generally particularly important. Um, but for the townsfolk and uh, SNV, a lot of their information is passive or like the choices they make don't particularly matter for their information. Even like the fortune teller, who's like the active information seeker in Trouble Brewing, like it doesn't really matter who you pick as a fortune teller. Like, there's like some basic stuff you don't want to like pick the same two people repeatedly. Obviously, you want to gain new information with the grim. But as long as you're getting your nose and your yeses on TB as the fortune teller, like it, your choices didn't matter so much. Like the order you pick people doesn't matter. Yeah, but like almost every character on BMR has active choices they have to make, and because of that, to a large degree, there's less right and wrong decisions. And I hope these scenarios we've done both this week and last week sort of emphasize, like, the choice-making prospect of BMR. The demons have more strategic depth, I think, in BMR. That doesn't mean they're more powerful, it doesn't mean they're more interesting, but the choices they have to make are deeper. The minions have to think more carefully about what they're going to doing. We didn't talk about Godfather or Assassin. I know Godfather will be on the docket as the evil character Milk plays the next time we do a BMR episode. Yeah. Because I was asked to do a Godfather episode, as well as a Poe episode, as evil characters. But, like, with the killing minions, you have to make sure you... There's, like... Every time I watch a game of BMR, I play a game of BMR, and I realize, like, a demon and a minion doubled up their kills, I get so sad. Yeah. it's It requires so much collaboration and so much strategy and thinking ahead. Yeah. And, like, and it's the same with the Townsfolk, which is the reason we did Gossip today, is, like, Gossip really is some ways the most creatively interesting character because they are crafting their own information. Uh, but with that, yeah, you'll, we'll be back next week for our first July episode doing something. Yeah, we're not 100% sure what we're going to do next. Uh, we do want to take a swing back on a couple of characters that have been requested uh, on a couple of Grimms that um, you know we've kind of we've kind of had a look at. We do want to hit a custom and... We want to make sure that, you know, everybody knows we're not just doing base threes. You know, we're, we are going to move on to some other stuff, too. We'll hit experimental characters and all that stuff, but... That'd be fine. Just doing base threes. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's a lot to do on the base threes, right, Emma? Like, there, there is legitimately a lot to do on the base threes. But we, we'll hit some other stuff as we as we go forward. Uh, well, well-known well scripts at first, at, uh, for certain, but... Yeah, but there's certainly characters we'd want to talk about. There's definitely characters we'd want to talk about. Playing evil in a popular grower game is something I think we definitely will want to cover at some point. Yeah, we're definitely going to get to that. Uh, but for now, um, I hope your scenarios aren't grim this week. Yep, see you bye guys bye. later.